0: Hey, you know that other life that you've been dreaming about? That life where you feel free, uplifted, calm, and kick-ass? Well, that life isn't as far away as you might think. Welcome to the Fuck Yeah Life podcast, where we talk about living that OMG is this real version of your life. You know, your fuck yeah life. Hello, I'm Briley, your host on this journey. So, are you ready? Well, then let's fucking do this. Hello, and welcome back to episode five of the Fuck Yeah Life podcast. I'm your host, Briley, and today we're talking about finding the support you need to create your fuck yeah life. So, On our last episode, I said, you know, your bestie might not be the one. And so you might be wondering, like, if not my bestie, like, who? So listen, your bestie can still be your bestie. But big changes also mean cultivating new relationships. One of the most influential things in our lives is who we choose to surround ourselves with. So as I said in last week's episode, one of the biggest challenges to creating your fuck yeah life, and the piece that I think a lot of people don't realize is so important, is that we need to intentionally cultivate friendships and a community of people who will help us move into the life we want for ourselves. So that means we need to intentionally seek out people and mentors who are either in the midst of that change themselves or they've already made those kinds of changes that you want to see in your own life. We wanna find the people who make us feel the way we want to feel when we are fully living in our fuck yeah life. Remember, transformations aren't just about changing the circumstances or the, the way that things appear in our lives. It's an internal and emotional transformation first. So start working on that level by finding people who can support the way you want to feel. Now, where might we find some of these magical people? Well, thank you for asking. First off, I want to say that meeting new people and making connections that aren't related to our jobs as an adult is so fucking hard. Trust me, I just moved to a new city in a new country, and I'm running my own business at home. It's hard. I will tell you, it can feel really, really lonely, but it's 100% worth it. Now, in my professional life, I would think about approaching this very strategically, like, is it, you know, networking? And you can kind of think about it that way now. So just like you might network in your career, like think about reach out to someone you know or maybe know someone you know who has done what you're trying to do. Think about this as a bit of a potential mentorship or friendship. Think about classes you might take or affinity groups you could join. These can be in person or online Some of the most supportive people for me in the past few years are people I met in courses or in other online groups. Some of them I've never met in real life or like seen their legs, but I consider them good friends and people who have been transformational in my life. Also, think about social media, right? Now, I'm not talking about just like scrolling through social media and following someone. Although, passive viewing of content about something you're interested in exploring or a new challenge of things you're experiencing it can be incredibly helpful and supportive. I'm not against that. But you can also think about engaging with people. Jump into their DMs, leave some comments, tell them how their content is connecting with you, ask them questions. You never know where it could take you. I've met some amazing people this way, and I've gotten also zero responses. But I will also say I love hearing from people. I love hearing from y'all. I love knowing that the work that I'm doing, sitting in my spare bedroom, (laughs) is actually resonating with someone. And then, of course, you can also find a coach, right? A coach who can support you as you create those transformations. I also love group coaching because it creates a community of people who are experiencing similar struggles. As a coach, I am there to support my clients, but oftentimes it is the other people in the group that are some of the greatest support to each other because they are right there in it with each other. If you have thoughts or ideas about other ways of cultivating new relationships, hey, share them, please. Hey, are you wondering, like, how do I even know what my fuck yeah life looks like? Well, boo, I got you. Head on over to thefuckyallifepod.com and sign up for five days to your fuck yeah life. This is a series of journaling prompts I designed specifically to help you jumpstart your own fuck yeah life. Okay, let's get back into it. Now, since I'm a coach, let's talk about what a coach is and why you might want to work with one. So, you know what a sports coach does, right? Right? So, in that context, a coach helps a team's identify Their goal, say, we're going to take home another national championship at Daytona this spring, right? The coach comes up with a plan of how they're going to achieve their goal, identifies potential obstacles. They help members practice new skills, gain confidence that they're moving towards their goal. Keeps them on track, helps them find the motivation to keep moving forward even when things are really, really hard. Because there's always, always, always the hard bits. And any coach knows that reaching your goals is as much about mindset as it is about the tangible skills you might have, right? So life coaches are kind of the same thing. So I help clients identify goals, I help them come up with a plan of how they're going to achieve them, identify obstacles and build skills and mindset needed to overcome them and keep moving forward. And I'm committed to helping them feel empowered and motivated. I want every client to finish working with me feeling that they've not only achieved their goals, but they believe in their ability to continue to set high goals for themselves and achieve them. Coaches work in the present and help clients move forward into the future. We are not therapists, right? We are not therapists. Therapists are going to help you gain insight into yourself, into your behaviors, into looking into your past. I love therapists. I even needlepointed a pillow that says God bless my therapist, and I stand by that statement as much today as the day I started stitching it. And I think coaching and therapy are great strategies together, right? You want to be able to understand yourself and your past and how it's operating into the present, but you also want to feel that you're moving forward, that you are able to kind of have that motivation, understand your goals and obstacles, and move towards them into the future. But as a coach, right, I'm here to help you identify where you want to go and help you get there. I will tell you that I love coaching and I decided to become a coach because I'd experienced amazing coaching as a client and I'd also loved working with students over the years as a professor and helping them identify their career goals and how to get there. Seeing students leave excited and confident about their futures was the reason I stayed in teaching way too long. (laughs) So I love coaches and I wanted to be a coach who makes others feel seen, feel heard, and held. Things to think about when you're considering working with a coach. A coaching relationship is just that. It's a relationship, right? And just like you wouldn't marry or even date just anyone, The same is true for working with a coach, right? Not everyone works for everyone. You got to find your person. Coaches can be very successful with loads of clients and charge like oodles of money. But it's how they work with you that is important. An important thing to think about is the kind of person you vibe well with and what you're hoping to get out of the relationship. So think about, like, are they good listeners? Do you feel seen? How's their empathy game? Or is there just, do you feel like there's just a kind of a lot of razzle-dazzle on the surface? Are they pushing a system or a strategy? Or are you feeling like they're really seeing and listening to you and able to meet you where you are, even if you don't fit into a system or a strategy? Do you feel like they're working in integrity? Are their actions aligned with their words? Are they following through with you? And are you feeling like they're showing up in the way that you need them to? I will be the first to admit that coaching has gotten a bit of a bad reputation. Not all coaches are the same, and there are some dodgy folk out there. And honestly, that's given me pause about moving forward with my business and proudly saying that I'm a coach. Let me tell you a little story. Here's a little story about a coach that I worked with, and we're going to call her Gaslighting Gale, And I'll tell, you'll find out why in a bit. So I worked with Gaslighting Gale for about six or seven months. Very early on when I was starting my business and kind of transitioning from My previous career into coaching. And Gail was very good on the socials. She was everywhere, super hilarious, really like fun, fun vibe. And when she came around to offering her big mastermind, I was so there. I was like ready, paid top dollar. I was so keen to like get to know her, be in a group of like, other entrepreneurial women, and really find a kind of group of biz besties. And from the outset, Gail was very much like, this is what's worked for me. This is what you need to do. I totally got this. This is what you need to do. Super energetic, super excited. This is for you. But as things progressed, and I was like seriously struggling, And when we would meet, she'd be like, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done what I told you? And I kept saying like I was really struggling because what she was telling me to do was really sucking my energy and really crushed my spirit, it felt like. But she didn't hear this. She just kept telling me that it was my dick brain telling me to be afraid of doing new things and that I just needed to do it. Just do it like she did it. And I I enjoyed Gail. I'm not going to say I didn't. I learned some good stuff from her. But by the end of our work together, it kind of started to feel abusive. Now, here's why I humorously call her gaslighting Gail. <laughs> is because when I would say that I thought something, that this is something that I wanted or I needed or it wasn't exactly quite right for me, she'd brush it off and said, no, 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 this is what you need. And what I would say... Something wasn't good or something wasn't sustainable. She just said that I needed to like, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. It'll get easier. It'll get better. Just do it like I do it. And so gaslighting Gail. So my relationship with Gail ended badly, which really honestly makes me a bit sad and upset. And quite honestly, this experience made me feel really uncomfortable about being a coach because that would mean that I was in the same category or profession as someone who would take advantage of people in the way that I really felt I had been taken advantage of. That when I said I was a coach, I was worried that I would be associated with a person who would purport to care about their clients and was there to help them, but in the end, made them feel kind of terrible and put them into financial precarity, I had a crisis of faith. I had trouble really stepping into my work as a result. I even had trouble saying I was a coach for a while because I didn't want people to think I was that kind of coach. But I also remember that I've had some amazing coaches in my life and particularly in the past few years as I was going through these big transitions. I would not be where I am today without them. Their work with me was genuinely grounded in supporting me and helping me create the changes that I wanted in my life. These coaches helped me connect to my own desires and set my own goals and helped me understand my obstacles and how I can overcome them in a way that worked for me. Like, are you seeing the theme here? They made it about me. And they help me feel empowered and grounded in my own knowing. While I had this bad experience with one coach, I learned some very important lessons. And none of them from her, like, iconic program promises. Nope. Here's what I learned from her. I learned about the kind of coach that I want to be. So I want to be a coach grounded in purpose, And that purpose is to help women return to themselves and lead their own lives with purpose and joy. I want them to be able to say, if it is isn't a fuck yeah, it's a hell no. That purpose is also to create a community of support for these women as they create big changes in their lives. I want to be rooted in love. I want to work with integrity I want my clients to feel seen and empowered. And I never want clients to feel like it's about me because it's not about me. It's about them. I want to be the kind of coach that builds trust, protects flames, and is in awe of others' light. So whether or not you think working with a coach is going to be good for you or not, I want you to know that you are not alone and that making big transformations in your life is really hard. You need to have a community of support around you that understands this and is there to protect your flame and champion your light. Cultivate that circle of people and be aware of when you need to reassign someone in your life away from your flame. Now, are you ready for your fuck yeah follow-up for today? So here we go. I want you to think about a time in your life when you felt really seen, heard, and supported. I want you to think about how that felt. What were the circumstances that really made you feel that way? What did that person or people in your life at that time do that created that feeling? And what did that feeling enable you to do? Okay. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Fuck Yeah Life podcast. I'm your host, Briley. Drop me a note in my DMs or go to the Fuck Yeah Life podcast and connect. Let me know how it's connecting. I'll catch you again at our next episode coming up soon. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you've enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're ready to start living your own fuck yeah life, head on over to the fuck yeah That's F U C K Y E A H pod.com. And sign up for five days to your fuck yeah life. This fab series of journal prompts that I created just for you will help you get on your way to living your own fuck yeah life. And you can find me on Instagram, at Briley Rasmussen, and hit me up in my DMs. I love hearing from you. Take care, friend. And I'll see you back here next week.